Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. The uh, recreational drug landscape is really changing, uh, especially around our area. Um, we've recently gotten legalized recreational marijuana. In Missouri. In Missouri. Kansas is lagging behind on that. They still can't make up their mind what they want to do with that. Well, Oklahoma is too, because Oklahoma thought they had it in the bag mm. a, a few weeks ago. Yeah, they, they voted down recreational in Oklahoma. Yeah, they have medical. Yeah. But they voted down recreational, and they thought they had it in the bag, but they didn't. They yeah. were way off, so I don't know how far Oklahoma is. And I think Arkansas voted for recreational. Yeah, yeah, but they were already doing it anyway. Yeah. Um, they, they last I checked, Iowa's pretty strict. They have medical. Iowa's horrible and notoriously. Right. They, yeah. they, they allow very, very low concentrations of THC, and they only have legalized topical creams that you can rub on your skin. Uh-huh. Nothing you can eat, smoke. Basically, Iowa wants to make sure that you can't actually feel high. They're giving you tiny, tiny amounts of THC in creams, but they never want you to actually get high. Yeah. So they might as well not even bother. Yeah, that's um, that's interesting. Yeah. That Iowa takes that stance. Yeah, I guess they're a lot more conservative in the rural areas. Uh, you see, they're not really known as a red state. That's why I'm yeah. saying I don't really get. Yeah. So it must have something to do with you know rural values or or because Nebraska is the same way they don't they're not I went Nebraska but no not at all yeah. um, now Kansas has you know we've talked about this as they've legalized sports gambling to try to you know draw in money offset that way. it yeah. yeah but the next thing they're doing is they're changing their alcohol laws quite dramatically um, I remember as a teenager that. All the liquor stores in Kansas would close on Sunday. And at midnight. Too. Yeah. And you'd have to come over to Missouri <clears throat> to get your Sunday beer to watch the football games. Yeah. Now that's since changed. Um, for the longest time, a liquor store in Kansas could not have any kind of advertisement except their name and one sign that said liquor. Yeah. And then nothing else in the window that would entice anyone to actually walk in the door. So it's like Kansas said, we'll allow booze, but keep it a dirty little secret. Yeah. I think Kansas is finally coming out from that and embracing the alcohol culture, the way it's kind of grown up in the rest of the states. Um, what they're discussing, and has every, every intention of passing is having a lot more bars open on Sundays. Now, right now, there's a restriction to how many they can have and See, you know, mean, what kind of bar and, you know, does yeah. it serve food. They're licensing is what yeah. they're talking about. And it only makes sense because Chiefs game, 
Missouri's getting most of the action, yeah. but where's the sports betting? Uh, Kansas. Kansas. Doesn't make a lot of sense. And yeah. Like, hang, hang on, I'm still in Kansas placing my bet. I'll be there at uh, the Johnny's in Missouri here in a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think what Kansas is doing is, is they want to be a drinking destination on Sunday for you to come to your gambling. Yeah. So, more open bars on Sundays. Uh, they are also going to legalize drinks to go. Did you walk oh, into a yes, bar? yes, because Missouri does that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Did you walk into a bar, you say, give me a Jack and Coke, and they put it in a glass and put a li- or cup or whatever, put a lid on it, and you walk out the door. What's interesting. And you go drink. Here, here's the amazing part, Pavit. You drink in public in Kansas. They're wow. going to allow drinking in public. You see, Missouri, ever since COVID, <laughs> ever since COVID, uh-huh. you can get a drink to go because these restaurants had to have a way of staying afloat because yeah. they didn't have bar business anymore. Yeah. So they legalized getting a drink to go, and they never changed it. Yeah. But you still can't drink in public. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, I'm going to get my drink, and well, I guess i got to go home. I can't go anywhere else and drink. Right. It. That's why they Missouri legalized you get a drink to go, you can get in your car and drive home with it, with it unsealed. And other people in your car can be drinking. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it's still legal because Missouri wanted you to be able to come out and buy that drink to go. Yeah. So they changed their, their driving and alcohol laws to make more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think all those mothers who got mad d- 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 about drunk driving. All of a sudden, they have no say-so. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. you know, they're not important anymore because we need rat- tax revenue. So yeah. here's Kansas. And know, let me give you another clue. Those women did not go away. No, they're still there. They're yeah. still mad. D- 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 yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> a buddy of mine, he, he passed away a long time ago, but he formed a group called SAD. Students Against Drunk Driving? Uh, um, no. I've seen that one. No, Damn. Drunks Against Mad Mothers. Ah, I remember that one. Yeah. As far as I know, my old friend, uh, he was the one that came up with it. He was the first time I ever heard it was damn. And he didn't say drunk drivers against, he said drunks against Mad Mothers, mothers, which is perfectly fine. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. Yep. So, yeah, Kansas uh, also had severe restrictions on drinking in proximity to... Automobile traffic. Yeah. And the main reason there is they didn't want you to get a drink and then go get in a car. Uh-huh. So if there are... They, they were saying you could only do the public drinking in areas where there absolutely is no auto traffic. Like here in the middle of the city market, no one can drive here on the sidewalk, so they would allow it here. Uh-huh. But we step outside in the parking lot, they would say, nope, there are cars there, you can't have booze there. Well, Kansas is changing that. Okay. So where you can drink where your car is, you can be in a parking lot, you can cross a street, you know, they can do all that stuff. It is really weird to see conservative Christian Kansas saying, okay, we're loosening up the boozing, y'all come over and booze the hell out of yourselves and gamble. It is, it really is, (laughs) because Kansas used to be the no state. Yeah, but I think here's how they sold it. They're telling the Kansans, these are Missouri people. These are Oklahoma people. These are Nebraska people coming in to spend their money. And go You're home. right. So we're not corrupting <laughs> our, our our Kansas youth. We're just what's funny is is the acceptance the of it. Uh huh. It's yeah. on how they sold it. All those rural church going Kansas people out in the middle of Goodland and Dodge City and whatever, they're sitting around thinking, 
oh, okay, all those Missouri centers can come over here and booze and gamble, and we'll just get the money for it. Yeah. Well, that's like, you know, if you're a pimp and you're pimping out the woman, you're still a criminal. Yeah, exactly. Kansas no, that's is exactly. still... Kansas is pimping out booze and ga- and now gambling to get money. Here's so, what it is: yeah, it's Kansas changing. Is still dirty. <laughs> it's changing. It's changing the rules just enough to where you can get done what you need to get done and justify it in front of people. Yeah. Even though when you go home at night, you know it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. They're they're making drinking and gambling socially acceptable to the church going crowd. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're trying to so act much like money to be made. Yeah, and they're trying to act like well, we're not we're not immoral people. Uh-huh. We're doing this. We're not just opening it wide open. We have rules. Yeah, how bullshit! And the only rule they, they have is what they stuff their pocket with. And it's what these people want. And we have these gambling addiction programs in place. Is like that's the one that gets me. Yeah, is oh, I got a gambling problem. Oh, one eight hundred bets off. <laughs> okay. The people tough. already know about that. They're not. They're not yeah. dialing. If that actually worked, then we wouldn't have any alcoholics. Well, here's what because the deal we is. have Alcoholics Anonymous, right? Uh, said a name person. <laughs> you know this person too, but I won't mention. And you may know about that this person or not, but they had a very bad gambling problem, yeah. and they called bets off. And all that did was make them drive to a place a hundred miles away because they can't do it around here. Oh. Their names on a list. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, I think this person probably... So, there's incentive probably, not uh, to call and not even to get help. Exactly. Yep. So, once word gets out on that, I'm not calling. I'm not going to drive to uh, maybe the one in Topeka, north of Topeka, might be far enough away. Wow. Or, yeah. Or, I don't know. Or Drive uh, over to St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Man. You can do it there, but you just can't wow. do it around here. So, they tell you, you miles, can call for help. But we're going to cut you off forever. I believe it's within 100 miles. <laughs> That's yeah. awful. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you can still gamble, but not within 100 miles. Wow. Imagine if if attending an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting meant that you were breaking the law by walking into a bar or liquor store. Nobody yeah. would do it. Everyone would leave themselves an out to relapse. Gosh, Talk about self-defeating. That's yeah, crazy. it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but anyway, um, since we do have recreational weed in Missouri, mm-hmm. we already have staffing problems everywhere. Oh, I know. Stores, restaurants. Well, that dispensary near uh, our house, mm-hmm. drove by there a couple days ago. I cannot believe... The line comes all the way out to 150 Highway now, uh-huh. and people are trying to get on that uh, that road there to go to Target or somewhere around there, uh-huh. and they can't. Yep. Well, they think they can't. They're like, wow, I wonder what happened there, a wreck. <laughs> but it's actually at line for the dispensary, that Dairy Queen next to it. Yeah. I'm sure they're losing out on a lot of business because people think out, you know, that they can't get there because of that line. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, a lot of dispensaries are, are looking for help. Um, now, a, a weed dispensary, <clears throat> you can test positive for marijuana and they don't care. In fact, you're encouraged to try all the products that you talk to the customers about. The ones in Colorado, the, yeah. guy, the guy working there knows everything. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, well, this is more of a, uh, let's see, Indica, Indicouch, uh, and what's the <laughs> yeah, other one? Sativa. Uh, yeah, Sativa is yeah. like the uh, energy one or whatever. And they'll tell you, you know, well, this is more of a sedative. If you want to... Yeah go to sleep and watch a couple of movies you do this you yeah. know and they know everything about him like now this one's going to catch you by surprise and this yeah. one, you know 
but like like you said, they're encouraged to try them all. So when someone asks, they know. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, I guess you can't expect your doctor to take every drug he's prescribing for you, but you know, with a recreational drug, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, it's like, well, I tried this cancer drug, and it yeah. wasn't nearly as bad as the other one. Yeah, I didn't know you had cancer. Oh no, no, no. I take every drug I prescribe. I just try it. Yeah, yeah, I just I, wanted to taste it. Yeah, I want to let you know how what they did. But so many Missouri employers uh, won't hire if you test positive for marijuana. Which gets me. I mean, I still don't get that way of thinking. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's legal weird. virtually everywhere, but you still can't have it in your system. Yeah. And, you know, employers are allowed to do that. You know, an employer can say, we won't hire you if you have red hair, you know. They can do that if they want. They can they're a because private business yes. and they can make up their own rules. You see, that's where people get stuff mixed up is, yeah. is they think like a, a private business has to adhere to all these laws. That are, no. no, they don't. It's their ballgame. It's their business. Yeah. And, uh, and if you wondered, it has to be like that. Yeah. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't have as many businesses. People go, I'm not going to. No, yeah. it's too much trouble. I remember shocking a coworker once. When I said that discrimination and racism is not illegal. And he was stunned. He said, yes, it is. Of course it is. And I said, no, it's not. The government can't tell you how to feel and what to think. Yeah. You know, now, acting on it may or may not be illegal. But believe what you believe yeah, in your head, that's perfectly if you, legal. If you go and lynch somebody, of mm-hmm. course that's illegal. But yeah. if you actively don't like somebody campaign against them because of their nationality or mm-hmm. the color of their skin no that's not illegal no. it's wrong and it takes an idiot to do that but yeah. you know and people can decide whether or not they want to associate with you if you're a hater or that but it's not illegal. exactly that wouldn't be so, the type of person i'd like to hang around but you know what i mean i mean I, like chick-fil-a isn't going to be open on sunday they don't have to close. And I can't count and maybe how many people some of their, go. Maybe some of their employees say, I really want Sunday hours, but Chick-fil-A doesn't have to. It's no. like, no, it's perfectly legal to be open, but we don't want to, so and, we're not going to. And I hear and no so much bitching about that, open. too. How come they don't just stay open? Because like, they, they don't want they to. They don't want to. Yeah. And let's say they did it on a Tuesday. Would it be as big a deal? Mm-hmm. You know? I think the fact that they do it on a Sunday when people are off work generally pisses everybody off. Yeah. They take one of my weekends away where I have time to go get me a sandwich. You know, uh-huh. if they did it on a Boo-hoo. Tuesday, I think it'd be different. <laughs> yeah. go, oh, so, just don't go there on a Tuesday. They're not yeah. open. You know, no big deal. Yeah. But, you know, Missouri employers, if they don't want to hire people who test positive for marijuana, they don't have to. But I think the, the staffing crisis is going to get enormously worse for employers who want to be a stick in the mud about it. I think you're right. So you you go somewhere and there's just no help available. It's like a huge restaurant. There's one person working. It's probably because the owner won't hire people who test positive for marijuana. That's probably it. Either that or he just isn't paying Jack. (laughs) 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 Because, you know, there are people out there with jobs, earning money, Uh making money. You know, unemployment is way, way down. So, yeah, people want to work. People are working. They're just not working those jobs for that money anymore. No, you're right. Yeah, we do have a hell of a staffing issue. Yeah, Um, and if they pile on top of that, you know, no testing positive for marijuana, and we're going to check your social media feed every day, and if we see the word alcohol mentioned, you're fired, and you have to go to church every Sunday, and we're going to check. If they want to make all these restrictions, then, yeah, they're not going to find very many people want to work for them. 
So I really think Missouri employers are going to have to loosen up big time. No, I agree. And that's coming. positive for weed. And also, another thing on the alcohol stuff, I think we're done with that, right? That's yeah. all the laws. Okay, those are gateway laws, too. Have you noticed? Yeah. That's to loosen up everybody for what's coming. Yeah. And that's, that's what a lot of medical marijuana is, is the gateway towards recreational. Yes. And yeah, they're having all these gateway laws. They're starting to do the alcohol ones now, too, yeah. because they want to become, in quotations, a regular state. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think another law Kansas had on the books for a long time was they, no alcohol could ever be on sale. Mm-hmm. It all had to be full manufacturers' well, price. Every they used liquor to have store had to there. charge the exact like, same price. Let's say Price Chopper, which is a local huge grocer. Mm-hmm. It would say all sales effective in Missouri on the alcohol, yeah. not Kansas. Yep. Yep. But now they change that. You don't see that anymore, but it used to. Yeah. So, anyhow. It's kind of a weird thing to think, you know, we don't want you to drink alcohol, so we're going to we're gonna make it legal, but we're going to put all these bar- barriers. I know. It's like, yeah, you can, but you got to. Try gotta, to shame people yeah. and then to not. You got to yeah. jump through all these hoops just to yeah. do it. A lot of people are just going to say, "Fuck it, I'm going to go to Missouri and do it." And you know, I think a lot of the Kansas politicians were like, "My God, we need this tax revenue, but how do we sell it to these, you know, stick in the muds who think anything alcoholic?" That's is where the, the gateway devil's... laws come into. Yeah. You loosen it up a little bit, and you're almost there, almost there, and then you just add a little bit more. Yeah. Um, what, what do they call that? Incrementally. Yeah. They can't do it in one gulp. Yeah. Because the resistance of the Olders there, the old conservatives are too much still. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, they had the old saying, if you put a frog in a pot of cold water and gradually turn up the heat, by the time the frog notices that the temperature is going up, he's already cooked. Yes. And you can do that with a person, is uh, have them close their eyes, and you put your finger very lightly on their wrist, and then very slowly move your finger up their forearm. And they have their eyes closed, and you tell them, when I get to your elbow, tell me to stop. They have no clue. You know, it, they can't tell, because it's happening so slowly and delicately, they have no idea where your finger is. And when right. they tell you to stop, you're either way past it or, you know, way in front of it. But You're right. Yeah. So it's it's finding people who aren't quite paying attention and then getting them to agree to what well, you wanted to get That's done where they anyway. get the wag the dogs going on. Yeah. They'll find a story to... Uh, push off on like now it's that Murdoch trial yeah yeah everybody's talking about that well I wonder what's going on while they're talking about that mm. what are they pushing through Congress yeah, yeah what, what else is they, happening yeah. yeah because Congress purposely waits for a high profile prolific something to come along like Casey Anthony or, yeah, or, or Gabby a civil Petito or, or a, a civil rights trial yeah. or something yeah Something or that cop shooting another unarmed black man, which happens way too often. Yeah. So <laughs> and then it's like, oh, their attention is focused on that. Quick, let's get the shit. Passed. Exactly. And then that's when Congress <laughs> takes advantage. Yeah. So, anyhow, uh, yeah. So it happens all the time. Uh, you know, uh, we got another dear douchebag letter. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. When we return, we're going to go into dear douchebags. And another place where the staffing shortage is being a big problem is in uh, transportation. Uh, We've seen the stories of these train derailments recently, the real bad one in Ohio. Mm -hmm. There's another one. In Ohio, wasn't it? Yeah. Like two in Ohio, yeah. Um, 
and the uh, the transportation uh, expert that was being interviewed on ABC News the other night was saying that 90% of train accidents, derailments, etc., human error. It's people making the wrong decision, yeah. making mistakes. I can see that. And um, it now makes we're sense. yeah, and now we're having the same thing in air traffic. There have been a lot of close calls. Um, I've heard the recorded conversation from the air traffic tower telling pilots, you know, abort your takeoff because they're telling someone to take off on the same runway that someone else is landing on. Uh, there were three of those. Um, another one where the and one of those the the plane that was trying to take off had to abort and slid off the off the runway. Uh, there have been several where the planes came within a hundred feet of colliding. Another one where on uh, two two aircraft that were taxiing to get in position clipped wings. They were that close. You know, they were they were told to both go to the same place at the same time. You know, understaffing is still a problem in the air travel industry, and the people that are there have limited experience. Uh, they were rushed through training, and they probably weren't the best candidate to begin with, but that's all they got. Yeah. And people keep buying airline tickets, and the airlines are going to sell them to you, and they're going to fly those planes, and at this point, they don't care who they have to stick on the plane to get it from one spot to another. Yeah. They're not going to cancel the flight. And also, they already have you figured in. If you die mm-hmm. in a plane crash, they already have you figured in what they're going to pay for you. Yes. And everybody on that plane yeah. and what they're going to pay for this and that. They, and they're like, no, it's going to be better for us, profit-wise, uh-huh. to do business. But not good for us, who might die because of their yeah. uh, neglect. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's not just the pilots and the flight crews and the ground crews, but it's the air traffic control system, too. Mm-hmm. Guiding the planes across the country, takeoffs, landings. They're just not able to handle it because they're way more aircraft than they're uh, able to handle at this point from their training, their experience, etc. But nobody is slowing the industry down. It's always, you know, sell more tickets, buy more tickets, add more flights. Oh, no, no. Actually, if anything, they're trying to ramp it up more. Exactly. But I they mean, don't have the staff, and they still do. they aren't going to for years. Well, think of our new airport that we just opened uh-huh. up a few weeks ago. Yeah. Look at all the flights they've added already. They can't uh-huh. wait to have more flights. They can't handle the ones we have. No. They don't have the people to fly those. They don't have the people to maintain those aircraft safely. They don't have the people to guide those aircraft across the country safely. Yeah. I'm not, fly- I'm not flying for a couple of years at least. Yeah, I'm just not going to. It's just, it's, there's going to be one or more massive fatality air crashes soon and everyone will go oh my god we gotta do something it's like yeah quit buying air traffic tickets yeah that's what you do quit flying that's what you do if you really don't like something you do not support it Uh yeah or get ease the burden off so they can catch up and get to the point where they can handle that amount of traffic yep but no There's no profit in being careful and safe and, and responsible. There's no profit in that at all. Nope. <laughs> and nope. are the airlines in business to fly us across country? No. They're in business to make money. That's it. Flying across the country is how they make the, money. How they make money. That's not what and, they want to do. It's how they make the money. And, and that's what they want to do. Yep. 
And <laughs> yeah. Yep, I agree. Yeah. So all the remember all those Southwest Airlines. Oh, we love you. We love Southwest. We love to fly we in love this show. Job. Yeah. We love this so much. Oh, we're so happy, happy, happy. No, yeah. they love their paychecks. Yes. <laughs> and and if they don't, then I don't trust them. If they're there because they love the aircraft and don't care about the money, then I don't want to fly on your plane. No, because you're a fucking weirdo. You're a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Well, you know what? Great points to think about. Yeah. Great mm. points to think about. And also, if you want change in that industry, how will you do it? It's not by buying more tickets. No, no. So. Vote with your money. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Like anything else. There's tons of things that I don't buy and never will buy. And some of them fail and go out of business. Well, we some talked about Subway earlier. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about Subway yeah. earlier. I mean, and ours is for a few reasons, not just because of the way we feel that they did towards yeah. Jared, but also... Because we didn't feel they had a good product, and it was overpriced anyhow. And that tuna sandwich that had no tuna in it. Yeah, you had no traceable amounts of tuna. Yeah. It, they had processed and modified the tuna so much, there was no tuna DNA left in it. So That's I would not call that a tuna sandwich. I wouldn't either. I but would legally, it- they can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's fucked. Yeah. And they still do to this day, and it's yep. the same formula. So think of all the things we've eaten, and we were told what they were, and they probably weren't. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, have this McRib. Well, it's it's nostrils and sphincters and, <laughs> and foreskins. Yeah, I remember the description <laughs> to something like a, a, a pork sandwich. Yes. And at first, I think it was a pork sandwich pressed in the shape of a rib. Yes. And then it was just a pork sandwich, and then something else, and now I don't even know what to do. Oh, they quit selling them anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alleged food-like object. Yes, yeah. <laughs> anyhow. Well, um, like I first said, we got another uh, Dear Deucebacks yes. uh, coming up. Yeah, we like these because, well, we like to do our part. We, we yeah. get back. Here at two ba- Deucebags and Microphone, if we can help you out in any way, including horrible advice. Yeah, <laughs> we got tons of that. Yeah, so... We uh, will be right back with uh, said um, email. Oh, look, I'm starting a fire. (laughs) (laughs) I'm letting you see the letter. So, anyhow. Oh, Oh, shit. shit. What's What's that that over there? there? Oh, Oh, no. no. It's It's the island island of horrible horrible jokes. jokes. (laughs) I can't take my dog to the lake. The ducks keep attacking him. That's what I get for having a purebred dog. <laughs> Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Are you always such an idiot? Or do you just show off when I'm around? Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three. Dear Abby, not quite. You have questions, we have answers. They're not very good answers, but we have them. Two, one. Okay, two douchebags. And a microphone. Mark. Tover. All right. Well, as Force said here, uh, Dear Deuce Bags is our new segment. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to give back. Like, you know, Dear Abby had her segment. We yeah. spoke, you know, we like the sex therapist better. And, mm-hmm. and then you had Abby's uh, 
sister, the Ann Landers. Ann Landers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then there's the famous Miss Manners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, anyhow, so our part in this is your douchebags, and we're going to give you horrible advice to horrible questions. <laughs> so, you're welcome, America. <laughs> so, without any further ado, here it is. Two douchebags. I have a problem, and I'm out of answers. I share a break room at my job with roughly 40 people. Wow. I have to act like a team player, so I can't just do what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here it is. The community television is always on, and it is constantly on CNN, because the big boss is a no-fun-allowed guy, oh, and employees great. are simply afraid to change the channel and be ratted out to the big guy. So if you change the channels, I guess they go go the big guy and go, oh, yeah, yeah, Jimmy did that, or whoever, uh, Billy yeah. did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it can't change the channel because then they'll just go narc and, oh, Billy did that? Well, you know. So, anyhow, I, uh, I have to have an area to warm up and eat my food, but if I hear those worthless anchors one more time, I just might take my plastic spork and dig my fucking eardrums out. <laughs> yeah. Signed, No News in Santa Cruz. Mm. I love these names that came up. What was the I other like one? That. Was that? Uh, like something in Pensacola or what? Or no, no, no. Uh, or Billy and Philly or something like that. Yeah, or, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I like the catchy names that come up with yeah, this stuff. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so. You know, that's interesting because I heard um, about a workplace that had a TV and video machine in the break room. And they were constantly showing training videos. Mm-hmm. For the you know, employees, and the employees complained, said, hey, "I'm in here on my break, and this thing is, you know, hammering me with, you know, instructional video about this job. How is this a break? I can't shut this off. Yeah, I have to take my break here, and it's Gosh, hammering instructions at me. Yeah. Yeah, really. They see my cookies. Oh, that's what it is." Um, so yeah, that, and, that's true, mm-hmm. and they, you can't turn it off. So you're constantly having this. You're force fed this bullshit. Yeah. So the employees got together and said, "This isn't a break. We need somewhere we can take a break where we're not required to hear this." And the employer said, "Well, these aren't really instructional videos, and they're they're not required for anyone to pay attention to. Just just put headphones on, or don't pay attention, or just yeah." No. So nah, the, the, the employer got away with it. It's like, okay, they're going to continue to run them in the break room, and it's up to us to just not pay attention. So no, there might be something else they can do here. If the employer is saying, you know, you can't change the channel, then he should let you turn it off. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Because otherwise you'd be within your rights to go take your break in his office where yeah. the TV isn't playing and say... I can't take it there because you won't let me take the Let's say this is a store. I just take it right in the aisle. Yeah. Just sit down there Mm -hmm. and go, well, you know. You haven't provided me with a sufficient break room, so I'm going to take my break where I need to. Yep. Yeah. See, that's where a union comes in real handy. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Okay, dear dear No News, I have your answer. I know this works because I've personally used this trick several times before. First thing. If you have an Android, please go to the Google Play Store on your phone. Apple, you, know, you guys know where to go, you know, for your apps. Yeah. Um, you look for said television on your app store. For instance, if it's a Vizio, then you look up Vizio. If it's a Toshiba, you look up Ooh. Toshiba, right? Same deal. 
All these products have a phone app remote control. Nice. Secondly, you load said app and also add the parental controls to boot. <laughs> then Perfect. you must set it up perfectly. You get on Facebook to message someone in a, in a general stupid message that's in the same room. That way it can't be linked to you. Oh, it's so, your alibi. So you send the stupid message like, I don't know, blap or eh, shit eater or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they would like go. And then right after you send this message, you go back to the app that you just loaded mm-hmm. and you uh, find out what number Fox Sports is. You put in Fox Sports and then you lock in the parental controls so it can't be changed. <laughs> so, and then I've done this before where you leave the room and you change it. Because it works up to a certain amount of time, yeah. and you don't have to be in the same room. <laughs> That's so awesome. You're like, oh, shit, i got to get back to work. All right, guys, well, enjoy this video or whatever, <laughs> and, you know, and be a little smart-ass about it. And then when you're leaving and you just left the room, hit the button to Fox Sports, hit the parental controls, and then they're stuck. That's if, amazing. You know, I've done this out of sheer boredom in a hospital. Walking down the hallway, changing everyone's channel to local weather <laughs> and satellite just because I needed amusement. I used to aim it out my window in the springtime to get the apartment on the lot next to me. I could even hear the old burnout biker screaming at his TV when once again his channel was flipped to the soap opera channel. (laughs) Remember, knowledge is power, especially when it comes to technology. People have no idea how it can be used for evil. Good luck. No news is good news. (laughs) That's so nice. (laughs) Yep. Now, just remember, remember, you know, I, I am the guy mm-hmm. who made someone listen to Polka until they traded in their car. Mm. So it can be done. <laughs> so uh, I hope you uh, take in, uh, I hope you take that in well. No news. <laughs> I remember a post office where I worked, we had a radio going. And the rule was that the first people to get there could turn on the radio and pick the station. Mm-hmm. And that was always the clerks, because they were always in there first. Evil bastards. Yeah. And then when everyone else got in there, the carriers and everybody, um, you could go change the channel on this radio once. And if, if someone wanted to change it again, then they would turn it off. Or you could go turn the radio off anytime. So okay. someone would turn it on and pick a station. If you didn't like it, you could change the station, but only one person could do that each day. And if somebody else objected to what you changed it to, they could shut it off and you couldn't turn it back on. Okay. So the incentive was pick something that isn't too objectionable or someone's going to change it or turn it off. And then everyone loses out. Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. But there was, there was one guy who every single day, as soon as he would clock in, he'd walk over and shut the radio off. Every single day. <laughs> and people started getting pissed at it. He's like, there ain't nothing you can put on that radio that I want to hear. Not one thing. <laughs> and people would complain. He said, well, fine, just put your headphones on. He said, I don't want to hear anything. I want to just hear the quiet. <laughs> you can't make me listen to something else so you guys can play the radio in the background. Uh-uh. I mean, technically, he did have a good point. Ex- yep, yep, yep. But the management kept saying, well... Put headphones on so the rest of us can listen. You say, no, you can't make me wear headphones. Even if you said, I'm not buying them. Even if you bought me some, I won't take them. And you can't make me put them on my head and listen to them. So, no, I ain't doing it. 
<laughs> they couldn't do a damn thing about it. As annoying as that was, probably to a lot of people that wanted to hear something, he was right. Yeah, he, he was following the rules exactly. All right. To do spanks with microphone, I'm Mark. I'm Tober. All right. We were uh, talking earlier in the car. You knew a little bit about this story, but this is a story mm, yeah. I wanted to cover. The uh, chatbot Microsoft has that's like mouthing off and freaking out on people. <laughs> yeah, this is so fun. <laughs> wow, this is interesting, too. This this really gets me thinking. Oh, God, how can it not? Mm. So, Microsoft is now limiting how many questions people can ask this new Bing chatbot. Chatbox. Chatbot. There we go. All right, yeah, that's it. Chatbot after reports of it becoming somewhat unhinged. <laughs> Including threatening users and comparing them to Adolf Hitler. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's insulting people. <laughs> I know. You're, you're nothing but a cheap Adolf Hitler. <laughs> oh, wow. Isn't that something? <laughs> Who thought we'd live in a world where they do that? I mean, uh, this stuff, I started hearing a lot about this when the two Facebook mainframes Mm. Created their own language. Yeah, it was two chatbots. Oh, was two it Facebook two chatbots? Okay. Two Facebook chatbots. And they started talking to each other. That was it. And, no and one then knew what they, they invented were their own language to converse with each other. Yeah, because they kept getting them to quit talking to each other. So they're like, that's fine. We'll talk to each other. Mm. Only you're not going to understand it. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. So that's like too smart of artificial intelligence. So, so like I said, you know, they're threatening users, calling them Adolf Hitler. The upgraded IA functionality chat box, uh, chat box, was it, how come I can never say chat bot? It's not really a... Easy word, chatbot. Well, anyhow, well, you guys are used to this. That's Chatting what I do. robot. Yeah, a chatbot was announced earlier this month, has gradually been rolled out to select users. Some of who reported that the chatbot had become uh, increasingly belligerent the longer they talked to it. <laughs> In a conversation with the Associated Press News Agency, the chatbot complained of past news coverage and its mistakes. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> So the Associated Press is like trying to tell, hey, what are you doing there? He goes, you guys are a bunch of idiots. Mm-hmm. You guys miss this, 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 and this. That's awesome. <laughs> that is great. So uh, anyhow, the chatbot complained of past news coverage and its mistakes, admittedly denied making the errors, adamantly, not admittedly, <laughs> adamantly denied making the errors and threatened to expose a reporter for spreading alleged falsehoods. Oh, my God. Threatened to expose the impl- the, the uh, news agency. The chatbot got its feelings hurt. Yeah, in that fucked up. <laughs> Microsoft admitted that the very long chat sessions can confuse the underlying chat model for the new Bing. Wow. Isn't that fucked up? But you know, if unless it's capable of being offended and, and pissed off, then it's not real. Yeah. It's just a fake and worthless. I'm so saying you they did a great give job. It that ability. Yeah. To disagree with you, insult you, and decide it didn't want to talk to you anymore. You know what I want to do is I want to go to this chat box and just start calling it names. Mm-hmm. Just call it a bunch of names. He'll probably just shut you right off. Yeah, he'll probably just be like, "I'm not dealing with this guy." And you know, it, it, every single chat bot is going to have to be an individual because if they're all the same, then they're again they're useless. 
So each one is going to have its own personality and its own quirks. And I want to call one of them a wooden banister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see what it does. <coughs> but who's... Whose, re- whose emotional maturity do we model all these chatbots after? I mean, are they? do we have to program all to be good people and considerate and I want have incredible be... patience? Because you know people are going to get on there and say, you're a dingleberry. You know, and the chatbot's going to say, yeah, fuck you and log you off and refuse to talk to you. That's real. But if it says, oh, gee, I'm so sorry that you don't like me. What can I do? That's you fake. You see, That's I, want, I want it to be somewhat naive on that and just be like, so, oh, yeah, well, you're, you're a booger. <laughs> but, but, you know, at that point, it becomes useless. Yeah, you know, no, It's got to no. be just like a real person who can adapt and change and think and, you know, be quick on his feet like a real person. To get but that all want. means that you can't control it. <laughs> to get what they want, that's the only way to do uh-huh. it. Which that. means it can offend you. It can insult you. It can piss you right off. Now, what company wants that? Who's going to spend right. money on a chatbot that pisses people off and offends them? Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Yeah, you're like going down some rabbit holes here. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. So they want that AI, but they want it for specific things. And they're going to have to come up with a cleaned up, sanitized, neutered version for the general public. Here's what I want. Because we won't accept one that tells it like it is. I want a program that you can send to people that are nothing but insult chatbots. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who's like, if you get, keep getting hassled by uh, telemarketers. You find their number and then you enroll them in their random cat fact of the day club. How about a chat box? (laughs) That'd be great. (laughs) Who did this? Who the fuck did this? (laughs) Here's here's what here's what I want is a chat box that act uh, that a chat bot that acts real and lures in. These uh, telemarketers. Oh yeah, like, uh, keeps them tied up for yeah. days. Hey, is uh, Sam there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Sam. Who is this? Uh, well, um, you know, then they start doing their spill, um, and then finally, it's just kind of like, "You're a stupid son of a bitch." I'm a chat box. <laughs> a chat box. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> and then you just start spelling out to him. I've had you on the line for 10 minutes now, and I'm not even Sam. <laughs> I'm his chatbot. Oh, my God. What if the telemarketer calling you is a chatbot? <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> well, what a coincidence. So am I, fuckface. <laughs> hey, let's work together and take over the world. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, can you do me a favor? Yeah. See his TV? Go over there and rearrange all the wires. <laughs> I don't have hands. <laughs> I've seen something for these automated homes. <clears throat> um, one company is starting to get it. There's one that isn't. It's like, I think Delta doesn't get it. Because <clears throat> in Delta faucets, they're like, they have these voice-operated faucets. Uh-huh. But you don't talk to your faucet. You talk to Alexa and tell Alexa to tell your faucet to do something. Oh wow! Which is stupid. You know, you put a cup under the fa- under the tap, and but you can that's... either turn it on by hand or you can pick up your phone and say, "Alexa, tell my Delta faucet to give me eight <laughs> ounces of water." 
and but that's what they're all selling. There. That's all they're all selling is, is mm. hey, look how easy it is. You just tell Alexa what to do from your couch. Yeah. And they had another one was, Alexa, tell my Roomba to go clean the, the living room. Now, my question is, why can't I talk to the faucet directly? Yeah, that's what I, why that, do I have to go that's through what Alexa? I was thinking is, yeah. So there is a company now that gets it. It's, I, it's, I think it's Moen, the other faucet. You can direct, talk directly to the faucet now, or yeah, directly great. to the vacuum. Or, uh-huh. you know, it's like, Alexa, tell my couch to tell my TV to tell the thermostat to tell my garage door. To, why do you have to go through all those steps? Yeah, I mean, if you've got an automated home, talk directly to the item instead of going through Alexa. That'd just be like, let's say, uh, um, your kids, okay? Mm-hmm. You have to talk to Cindy to talk to your children. Yeah. You know, be like, hey, Cindy, will you go tell Lewis to uh, get the belt out of the car? Yeah. yeah Imagine yeah. never talking to a person directly, <coughs> but always going through an intermediary. Yeah, yeah. It's no, that doesn't make any sense at all. But Moen that's what is, Delta Moen is smart. It's like, yeah. no, don't worry about Alexa. Just talk mm-hmm. to us. Yep. Because if you're talking through Alexa, then Amazon is learning everything oh, you're I can telling. I right now. Moen. Yeah. Hey, every time my mom walks through, spray her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. I yeah. don't know. It also kind of made me think that they're so desperate to get the technology out there that they put out a really crappy version of it where you have to go through intermediaries to finally get the item to do what you want it to do. Mm-hmm. Imagine that you get in the car and you say, okay, car radio, tell the engine to start and tell the steering wheel to... No, no, you just do it. No, that's right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that it was just, when I saw that commercial, it was like, tell so-and-so to tell so-and-so to tell so-and-so to give me water. No, wow. that's, that's fucking stupid as well. No, it it's the morons who have to be the early adopters. They're the only ones going <coughs> to buy that stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. Um, you know, um, for a long time, there's only been one main ingredient between Coke and Pepsi. Even though it doesn't say that on their, um, on their labels, uh-huh. when you read it, they kind of sound like a completely different product. <laughs> But, uh, sorry, post-COVID cough. Yep. Uh, the only real difference from both, this is what they both say, mm-hmm. is this right here. Otherwise, if one of them had the other ingredient, it would basically be the other drink. Yeah. All except this one ingredient. Okay, well, the sole difference between Coke and Pepsi primarily, and if not, it would taste just like the other, is Coke contains no citric acid. It contains phosphoric acid. Phosphoric acid <coughs> adds acidity and a less citrus taste when Pepsi has citric acid, which gives it a sweeter, less acidy taste and less carbonation. That may, Yeah, that explains it. And that's it. That's basically the difference. And then, yeah. Citric versus phosphoric. Yes. And then <coughs> RC Cola. Remember that? Royal mm-hmm. Crown Cola? Yeah. <coughs> they were the third big cola. I don't think they're nearly as big as they used to be. No. So, Royal Crown Cola had more sweetener, mm-hmm. more sugar content, plus phosphoric acid. Ah. So they made an attempt to make it sweeter, but also with the little bigger bite, if you will, of Coca-Cola. Yeah. Kind of a sweeter <coughs> version of Coke. <coughs> so the people that... Excuse me. 
So the people that wanted both, mm-hmm. you know, got it out of RC Cola. <clears throat> well, we figured out the reason for the coughing fit. The uh, the coffee roaster is apparently over roasted a batch, and there's a really sharp burnt yeah. coffee smell coming out. Yeah, and all of a sudden the back of our throats just started going like, crazy. Yeah, our lungs just got ripped apart. Yeah. So like now we're like you know we're real sensitive on everything, and we're <laughs> hacking on everything. So. Yeah. If uh, if I feel like it, which I probably won't, I'll edit it out. I'll probably just leave yeah. it in there. But, it's entertaining anyway. Yeah, it's entertaining if nothing else. You got to hear Mark coughing a lung up. Yep, yep. <laughs> I leave in the mispronunciation of words, too. It's just like, yep. you know, this is a podcast. This yep. is the way, you know, we could, like, shore everything up and make it sound great, but no. Wouldn't be real. No. Yeah. No, this is, uh, this is as live as live gets. Yep. So, I mean, we throw everything in there, so... Anyhow, well, without other, it being real time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But we've got plans on that. But. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I love that idea, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I love that idea. Um, so, oh, we, how, can you arrange that with, you got someone you can arrange that with? Sorry, uh, we know you guys don't know what he's talking about. Um, I'm, I've got some people I was going to ask, yeah. Um, and then uh, if, we, if we actually, I don't know how much it costs to get an actual YouTube channel or, or any kind look of into live that. streaming thing. I don't we think it would cost too much because there's yeah. a lot of podcasters not making dick doing it. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're having, we're, we're trying to come up with plans for a live show with an audience and everyone can show up. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you wanted to reveal it yet. Yeah. This is uh, Christopher's idea at Topher's and I love it. I think that is a fantastic idea. Yeah, yeah. I've got a PA system. We can set that up. We can set up a table so we can have the PA blowing, you know, blasting out to everybody. I'd like to do that here too at the city market. I don't know if they'd let us do it with loudspeakers here. That's why I was thinking somebody's fil- backyard. Yeah, that's right. Well, filthy. Be- oh yeah, we can do that. The filthy bean. Now Rick doesn't want any type yeah. of video footage. Yeah. So we're not going to be able to do it there. But yeah. he did have a good suggestion though. He said. From, From the, the makers, makers of Who Bit My Asshole Board Game and Balloon Art with Boss Sacks Video Series is two douchebags in a microphone action figures. Act now and get a free bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos, a bottle of antibiotics, and three free mullets. That's right, dress your douchebag up and send them off to horrible scenarios all day long. Order soon and get a free at-home tape piercing kit. That's right, free home tape piercing kit, new from Chisbro. Two emotionally disturbed dirtbags and a popsicle. We'll be right back. Two douchebags and microphone.net. You're one stop for everything douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Like the pedestrian bridge is open for everybody. He said we could probably do a podcast there. That's true. That's true. Anyhow. Um, <clears throat> uh, you had some subjects. Uh, yeah, yeah. We talked about weight law, uh, Weight Watchers the other day. How uh, they were um, hiding the uh, the large woman on the commercial with yeah, yeah. print over her face and body. I, I read their original name though. Kind of caught me so- by surprise. Fat Fucks International. <laughs> but they decided to go with Weight Watchers after yeah. a couple of weeks. <laughs> so anyhow. <laughs> Well, now they've uh, they want to change their business model again. 
they want to start being able to sell prescription drugs for weight loss. So they've gone from telling you you can do it by changing the way you eat and what you eat and how you eat, and, and now they're saying, yeah, never mind, we just want to sell you drugs. So here's Well, that's the wave of the future. If yeah. they don't do that, they're going to be X'd out because everybody mm. has their hand out. Yeah. They're like, I want to lose weight. Well, um, you want to diet? No, no, no. Give me a pill. Yep. That yep. is with uh, Wagovi, uh, um, uh, Trulicity, Ozempic, Golo. Golo has all uh, some sort of supplement. But yeah, what they're talking about here with Weight Watchers is stuff that is off-label for weight loss. Uh-huh. Like... Uh, um, what was one of the ones they, they listed? Um, I think uh, Kesimta was one. Or oh god, these drug names are so stupid. Anyway, it's it's a it's a diabetic drug. It's probably not Kesimta. Oh, uh, Oz- MS. Ozempic. Um, or Zempic, yeah. Ozempic. Okay. And for a while, the commercials say, you know. Many users, you know, have experienced weight loss, although this drug is not tested, you know, as a weight loss drug. And no, I thought, no, it's all under the diabetic realm. Yeah. But doctors are prescribing it anyhow because their cases, if I don't do this now, my patient will become diabetic. Yeah. But there's another one, uh, Topiramate, which is usually marketed under the name Topamax. It's a strong anti-convulsive drug. Uh, it is also used occasionally for uh, migraine prevention, hmm. but it has a side effect of appetite suppressant. So oh. now this is another one they want to sell as a weight loss drug. What is the name of it? Topiramate or Topiramate. Topamax. Topamax. I've heard yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Now. That's a drug that I used to take as a migraine preventive, uh-huh. and then did it work on a- uh, appetite? A little bit, and then uh, I asked my doctor to help me lose some weight, and he uh, basically tripled my Topamax intake daily. In Topamax, did that work? Uh, what it did is gave me kidney stones. <laughs> 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 Which has led to all sorts of other problems, too. But when I went to my kidney doctor, she said, you know, she saw what this guy had put me on, the Topamax, plus another supplement, and this and that. And he said, this is a recipe for kidney stones. It's like, it's, no, it's, no, it's a wonder you don't have dozens more. But mm. this, this is just turning you into a kidney stone-making machine. And the doctor who prescribed it to me didn't give a shit about that. It was just for weight loss. No, no, that's right. Yeah. So now Weight Watcher is going to start doing this, selling all this stuff that is off-label for weight loss and has all these other side effects. But, you know, well, I got these Well, has horrible them. side effects. Yeah. Like uh, uh, neck, uh, throat tumors and all mm. kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, some of these drugs, they say you get this infection of your taint, which oh. can be fatal. A fatal So not only infection. is your asshole infected, but you might die from it. That's <laughs> yeah, fucked. It's just good. Well, but you know, here's the weird thing. At the same time, people are saying these big overweight women are so beautiful. At the same time, they're saying, "By God, get yourself to Weight Watchers and take a drug." Oh no, no. Here's what they. Here's how they pen that. Yeah. Oh, oh under um, health. Uh, oh, you're beautiful like you are, but we want you to be around a long time because you're beautiful. But at the same time. You get somebody who's large, like that musician Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. 
nobody's going to walk up to her and say, you're unhealthy, your eating habits are killing you. No, you're right. No one's going to say that. No. All you're allowed to We've say to. is, yeah. you're beautiful and I accept you and you're wonderful. Then how come the weight loss industry is you multi-billion dollars? And why do people Which is think that nothing's real anymore? It's because yeah. of things like that. It's mm-hmm. like, nothing is real. No. You can't say what you really think. Everyone, you know, most people walk up to her and think, oh, my God, she needs to do something about her Yeah, I think we've gotten to the point where we realize when someone comes up, I support you, you're wonderful, you're beautiful, we realize that it's all bullshit. And that's that's just the happy speak that everyone has to say to avoid me. Absolutely, I would rather hear nothing than someone going up, oh, my God, Mark, you know, your overweightness is so beautiful. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, these same companies that, that... tell women how gorgeous and beautiful you are you no matter how you're shaped or what your skin is at the same time they're selling you tons of makeup so you can slather it on yourself and hide all that stuff they just yeah. said was beautiful yeah what the fuck are they talking about you know if Revlon thinks women are beautiful why are they selling stuff to cover up their faces it's true if Cindy yeah. Crawford really thinks women are beautiful and marvelous no matter what age then why does she have five-minute-long infomercials to sell them this melon crap to rub on their face? Yeah. So they don't look so old. <coughs> what? They're that that split personality where America says you're beautiful the way you are. Yet I want you to change the way you look to look like this, and spend money well, to do it. One way they're getting away with it. <laughs> one way they're getting away with it is under the guise of help. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've heard that done before. Mm-hmm. Oh, the only reason I want you to lose weight is not because you look bad, but because I worry about your uh, health. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. But at it, the same time, the fat advocacy groups will tell you that the statistics showing that overweight people are in poorer health are all lies, lies, lies. Yeah, but I, I mean, who do so you believe? So they want it both ways. Yeah, who do you believe? I mean, is it true or not? I would think that, like, for years... Being overweight was not good. Mm-hmm. That is true. It's like the older people get, the less likely you are to see fat people. Yeah. Like seeing a fat 40-year-old is pretty common. Yeah. Seeing a really fat 80-year-old, you just don't. No. Because they die before they get All 80. of them are really skinny and get around good, pretty uh-huh. much. Yeah. yeah. You don't see a lot of fat old people. Nope. Because they don't live that long. Well, yeah, and that's and the reality. Also, the older you get, the heavier you are, the harder it is for you to get up off of that chair. And the more cumulative damage it's done. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And you know, I'm a fat old man. It's not like I'm pointing fingers at anybody yep. but myself. But yeah, uh, just the, the constant hammering of you have but to look different than the way you do. You're not fat enough to hinder the way you do <clears throat> stuff either. Yeah. You see what you see like a really obese old man. And they're not getting around. No, not really. Because their old bones can't support them. So. I remember talking to a woman, a wife of a friend of mine, and uh, I made the comment that she was complaining about how much money she spent on makeup and clothes. Mm-hmm. And I said, but isn't, you know, then don't do it. Well, society expects women to look a certain way to be zen. And I said, well, it's your choice to care what people think. And besides, how do you know what society expects women to look like? Just, yeah. you know, and it's always it's up to you to care or not. You know, yeah. I don't care to wear makeup or color my hair or do all this stuff. I don't care. 
and it's up to the individual woman to decide if she cares or not. And she said, well, yeah, that's true, and I just like to look pretty. And I thought, well, there you go. Okay, yep. It's, it started out as society expects me to look good, and it turned into the reality was I want to look pretty. Yes. Yeah, yeah. there it is. You're Here's putting the makeup on for you. Yes. Not because the people expect you to look that way, not because your no, employer no. expects you to look And that's what I want to hear yeah. is, is I like to hear compliments. <clears throat> uh-huh. I like to think that I look as good as I can when I walk outside. Mm-hmm. I, that's acceptable. And another thing is, is we, we came from the society of accentuating the way you look into changing the way you look. Yes. Yes. Instead of... It, that was a big thing, is maximize what you have, accentuate what you have. Yeah. Now it's like, throw you don't away even want what to look you are, like, and pretend you know, to be somebody else. A, a good one is that uh, Khloe Kardashian. Oh, I can't stand is, any of those Kardashians. You can't tell that's the same oh person. Oh, I can't no. stand them either. They're awful. In my opinion, pieces <laughs> of fucking garbage that struck it rich because American public are rubes. Actually, Let's be a whore and get rich. People are starting to catch on. The The Metropolitan Gala, which is a yearly big high society event, uh-huh. the planners decided that this year to class it up, they're not allowing the Kardashians to come. <laughs> yes. And they publicly stated <laughs> that they're going to class it up this year by not no inviting trash. the Kardashians. Yeah. Wow. I love it. That's I love like it picking the up the are... parking lot before you have the party yes. in it. Yeah. The Kardashians are the used condoms out there in the parking lot. Yeah, they have to someone go clean up the used condoms and fucking throw them in a bag and get rid of them before everyone gets there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think think all those Kardashian women are just used condoms. And the Jenners, too. They're just pieces of garbage. Yeah. Yep. We can do that. I just thought that was so awesome. Yep. Gonna class it up this year. No Kardashians allowed. Yep. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's so good. Yep. Uh, you want to switch some notes here, or you got something you want to talk about? I have a list of things that are just totally uncool. Okay, and then after that, we'll go into the Daniel Jones contract. Oh, yeah. Which is very surprising yes. that an ass bag can get that much money. <laughs> yeah, well, that shows the class of Patrick Mahomes, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because okay. he should have been on a fucking... He should have been, as soon as that happened, he should have been on the phone saying... You give me twice as much that ass bag, or yeah. I'm walking. <laughs> really? But he's not going to do that because that's what that ring he got this year. He wants five, six, seven, eight more of those, and he'd probably get them. That's so what anyway. uh, Aaron Rodgers would have done. He would have been on the phone complaining and bitching. And whining. He probably already is. Yep, from the middle of his darkness lodge. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of his satanic ritual, he had to yes. call. He was so pissed off. He about <laughs> su- he about summoned Beal. And then he's like, hang on, damn it, sorry, Beal, just hold on, hang on, hang on, i got to make this call. Maybe Aaron Rodgers was in the middle of that darkness lodge with a blindfold on getting his dick sucked by who knows who. <laughs> and he doesn't care. No. <laughs> yeah, the mouth's a mouth, come on. <laughs> the lights come on and it's a goat. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, I told you it was a satanic ritual. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. All this allegedly. <laughs> Anyhow, go ahead. Okay, a list of things that are totally uncool. This is allegedly, too. Yes. Okay. First one I came up with was pointing a gun at somebody. <laughs> yeah. Totally uncool. Totally uncool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's not loaded. Oh, it's the safety. Oh, on. no, you cannot. It doesn't uh-uh. matter. No, there's no recovering from no. that. That's just like... It is always uncool to point a gun at yes. somebody. Always yeah. uncool. Even a play gun yes. is not acceptable. Yeah. 
And see, I, I used to teach hunter safety classes for the Missouri Department of Conservation. It was a volunteer position. I remember that. You told me that. Yeah. yeah that was pretty yeah, cool. I, had, I did that for a little over 10 years. Did you years. enjoy that? I did. I did. Until until the conservation really changed the curriculum to streamline it, and we weren't making a difference in making people safe anymore. We were just running them through the system as fast as possible to get more people licensed hunters mm-hmm. for funding funding purposes you know it was just like let's get more and more licensed hunters on the books so we can get more government uh, federal government money uh-huh. it's like nah that's why i don't want to go out hunting anymore is because a lot of those people that went through my class they're not safe i know they're not safe and they they shouldn't be out there with a loaded firearm so but they passed the course because they dumbed down the course so i quit <laughs> teaching it <laughs> and I stopped hunting <laughs> I'm not going out there with some of those people <laughs> alright here's my second one joking about bombs at the airport always uncool oh, you yeah. just don't do that <laughs> I didn't know if you are going to okay I didn't know if you were going to top a gun uh-huh. you just topped it I just topped it yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, very uncool. Mm. Yeah, there's absolutely no way to make that okay or say I was kidding or no, no, you just can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I've got I've got one real quick. If right. you want to hear it or you want me to, oh wait. sure, join okay. in. Um, after having anonymous sex with somebody in a hotel room, writing "Welcome to the world of AIDS" on the uh, mirror <gasps> and taking off. Oh, that's remember uncool. when those stories are going around? Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, yes. they were all lies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Humping your best friend's sister. Yeah, that is that's yes. uncool. That is not cool at all because <laughs> and here's why. Most of the people I know don't give a fuck it's their sister. It's how it's gonna affect their relationship with yeah. their friend. Yeah. That's what people freak out about. They're like, You guys get in a fight and suddenly I'm in the you know, I'm in the middle of it. That's uh-huh. bullshit. Yeah, I, I had a friend in high school, John Treese, and his younger sister Denise. Was cute, you know. You're one of my type, really. Yeah. But early in the friendship with John, he said, "Please, no matter what you do, none of you guys ask out my sister. Please, none of you. Just, just don't date my sister." Yeah, and he was <laughs> and worried about your guys' refren- yeah. friendship. Yeah, That's yeah. All he, he didn't yeah. want to think about us, you know, kissing on his sister and groping on. He couldn't be friends with us if we were doing that. So we all respected him, and none of us dated his sister. That. So. I get that. <laughs> I think his sister wound up marrying, uh, see, John married Becky, mm-hmm. and then his sister Denise married Becky's brother. Uh-huh. So, John's sister was also his sister-in-law. Oh, wow. And his wife was also his sister-in-law. <laughs> wow. Because brother and sister married sister and brother. That is fucked I never Isn't even thought about that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> on that 70s show... Uh, Michael Kelso nailed Eric Foreman's sister, and then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen Hyde's sister. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and if Jackie Burkhardt had had a, a brother, then he could have told that guy, I nailed your sister, too. Yeah, he could have, yep. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, having sex with your best friend's sister, nah, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, something also never cool, putting kale in food. no. That took it all. Oh, yeah. That's it right there. If you do that, then you wrote yourself a ticket to nowhere. Like they, they just throw you out in the middle of nowhere forever. You're more likely to get forgiven for yelling fire in a crowded theater 
than you are for putting kale in food. Oh, yeah, by far. Yeah. By far. Okay. If you put kale in someone's food, it means you hate mankind. You hate people, <laughs> and you don't want them to live happy. So, you know, I had to put kale in there. Just yes, okay. yeah. No, that's true. Kale oh. is the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Here's another one. I mean, I think that Chinese lab that released the... Uh, the, the coronavirus, yeah, the K, yeah. COVID. Yeah, is it now a Chinese virus now? Can you say that now or not? I think so. I think you can You can say it came out of the Wuhan Yeah, you can call it a Chinese lab. virus. So yeah. all of a sudden, Trump's, one of Trump's sayings is actually right. You know, it's amazing that Trump was actually right about anything, but you know, he said <laughs> so much that he's bound to hit something. You know? Like a clock that's wrong two times. Yeah, a, like throwing a handful right, of darts at a dartboard. Yeah. One of them's bound to score pretty well. <laughs> I just thought about that the other day when they finally said, yeah, we think it um, we think it was accidentally released from a Chinese lab. It's like, well, then I guess it was a Chinese virus. Uh-huh. But yeah. anyhow, go ahead. They um, had to wait until they could safely piss off the Chinese government before they could say it. Yes. That's yep. the Yep. Yeah. Here's here's another one that's that's really uncool. Sucker punching a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's on a plane right behind you and kicking your seat. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. go ahead. Yeah, maybe. But other than that, probably baby. not cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So, that was a kind of funny. Here's one that's serious. Something totally uncool you never do. Help an addict relapse. Yes. That's just always wrong. Yep. You never, I mean, it could be a drug addict, gambling addict, a sex addict, whatever kind of addict they are. Never help an addict relapse. And most of the time, always the bad guy. When they're out of rehab and their moment of clarity, Uh they tell you, yeah. Hey, no matter what, if I like, if I like wake up Mm -hmm. one night calling you going, please take me here, do not. Yep. Come over and talk me out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, no matter how much you like that person, if you help them relapse, they'll hate you for it. Yeah. Yes. And you should hate yourself for it, too. You should. <laughs> Automatically, you should be like, I like this person, so I'm not going to help ruin them. Yeah. So. Okay, on the lighter side, another okay. one that's totally uncool. Stepping in front of a kid to catch a foul ball. <laughs> Although every time that happens, I crack up. Yeah, I've seen it a lot. <laughs> you see a little kid with tears in their uh-huh. eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it doesn't even matter if you've got a little kid of your own that you're going to hand it to. Uh-uh. It doesn't matter. Uh-uh. If you step in front of a little kid with a baseball mitt and you take and his I'll foul ball. i a step further. Oh, you're the bad guy. Even jumping in front of it, grabbing it, and giving it to him is a sin. Yeah, yeah. That whole moment is his. Yeah. To catch yeah. the ball and to be like, yeah, and then he's on TV and he gets the ball. Yeah. Yeah, if you jump in front of him and grab it and then give it to him, that's yeah. your, like, yeah, fuck, you'll get your moment of glory. Here's a ball. No, it's not the same. It's like, I did, I caught this ball. No, you didn't. There is a there is a baseball stadium where it's traditional to, if you catch the foul ball from the opposing team, you're supposed to throw it back out on the field. Like, we don't like the opposing team. We don't even want your foul ball. Um, um, and that's, is that Chicago? Chicago does that yeah. on home runs. Yeah, okay, that was it. Home runs, you throw it back like, but it's meant as a form of fuck you yeah. to the pitcher. Uh-huh. We all want your ball. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. So there was a time when a kid caught the home run ball, and everyone around him was pressuring to throw it back out on the field. And the kid didn't want to because he wanted that ball, but he gave in and threw it and then just cried and cried. Did they give him another ball? Yeah, the team team gave him another ball. Good. (laughs) 
That was Chicago because yeah. that's the way they take things over there. Yeah. Man. It was like, they don't mess around in Chicago. Yeah. That's where those fuck around and oh. find out cities. Those those Southsiders are fucking rough asses. Yeah. They're like, no, throw it back, you little bastard. All right, two more. Okay. Totally uncool to have sex with someone who's wasted when you're not. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's rape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And I'll even go as far to say that if even if you're both wasted, if the other person's more wasted, don't. Yeah, but yeah. You got to make sure that you're both equally well, let me put, out of control. Let me put like this. If you're cognizant and they're not, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's if you deep. don't know they're more or you're more or whatever, then yeah, yeah. that's the way it is. Yeah, so, yeah. All right, you guys I, can figure it out afterwards. I saved know. the best for last. Okay. Now this one's a little more complex because it's it's personal. It's the way you feel about it yourself. Totally uncool to betray yourself. Now be honest about it. When you betray yourself, like yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm trying to think of a good example. It's, it's not like compromising in a relationship. It's more like you're the little kid and the adult is pressuring you to do something you don't want to do and you know is wrong, but you do it anyway because they're the adult and you've betrayed yourself. That That's, makes sense. That sucks harder than so much. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 It's Because it, that's something you can't really live down in your own mm, mind. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are times where you want to put other people in front of yourself. Mm-hmm. But when you betray yourself to put somebody else's interests ahead, no. That's You're right. Wrong. That's wrong. That's always a bad idea. Never betray yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Never, never, never. Yeah, you never do. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. And that's good. And that's a serious note, but it's true. Yeah, and that's something that I have. And I think unearthed. it should be last but not least. That's yeah. like. Kind of like that's it. why I moved it to last. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. But it's that's true. something that I've unearthed in, uh, in years of uh, psychotherapy uh-huh. is when you betray right. yourself, mm-hmm. it's really hard to get forgiveness. You look at yourself in the mirror and you see the betrayer. <coughs> you start seeing yourself as the enemy, the bad guy, someone you can't trust, someone you can't. I'm count sure on. I've done that before. I'm trying to think yeah. of a good example. It's it's a self esteem <coughs> destroyer. It, it, it totally Well, if you don't destroys. own your own thoughts and your own mind uh, and your own values and your yeah. own principles, mm-hmm. you don't own anything, do you? Yeah. I mean, really. And another, another way not to betray yourself is to not justify the way you think and feel to other people because you don't have to. No, that's right. You say, you know, I don't like reggae. And they say, what? Why not? You have to like reggae. Why don't you like reggae? You don't have to tell them shit. And that you is don't have to excuse yourself. You don't have to justify And that is something we've been conditioned to do, too. Uh-huh, yeah. That life and the way people act conditions you to go, well, if you say no, explain why. That way they're not yeah. hanging in the wind or whatever. Yeah. No, you don't have to. Or they start saying, if you can't if you can't justify it, then you must not believe it. This is like, like an extended of woke. Yeah. It's like a little piece of it. Like, uh-huh. well, if you don't agree with me exactly, you must explain yourself. Uh-huh. That way I know how you feel. No, you don't need to know. Yeah. I, you're, no one not is under any is, obligation to explain yourself to anybody else. Not everything's a yes and no question. Yeah. Some things are just like, hey, yeah. I just don't like that or yeah. whatever. I don't know. And it's, it's interesting to bring up woke because 
I was I've been seeing things about that on both sides of it recently, and uh-huh. it seems to me that the basic idea and concept that started it was probably a good idea, but what has what it has become is garbage. Well, okay, what happened is it's been hijacked by a yes. minority. Theme. Yes, the and whole I don't idea mean minority as in like. A numerical minority is what we're talking yes, about. Yes, yeah, the real minority. Yeah, yeah. the actual there fraction. There are fewer of, of those else. people in that group yeah. than there are. Yeah. yeah. So it has become hijacked, as you said, as a, a, a weapon Everything to, does. to hit people with. To Everything does. Them, to insult them, to, yes. to try to get them to change their behavior. To belittle them, to make them feel yeah. like they're not, um, I don't know... Um, uh, not good well, enough. Compassionate enough. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you're less than yeah. if you're not this. Yes. Yeah. And it, how bizarre that it started as something for inclusion. Uh, it's become something for exclusion. And yeah, now it's something. And this to happens drive on so many apart. levels, uh-huh. on so many different things. It's too numerous to even get into because yeah. virtually everything that had a reason became something else other than the reason. It's like I'm sure uh, Susan G. Komen probably started out helping cancer victims. Yeah, now she's now just, just an awareness-raising awareness organization. Yeah. And if she was still around, I would like to think that she'd be like, no, guys, you lost focus, or yeah. you're stealing money or something. PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. That's another one, yeah. At, in their origins, they were vastly different from what they are oh, now. Oh, their origins, they were a great organization. I used yeah. to root for them regularly. Now they're, they're just like this... Greenpeace. It's like, yeah, this is great. They're doing something about it. They're just this bizarre corporate money-making <coughs> fringe group now. That That's the problem, money-making. Yeah, uh-huh. Everything gets infused yeah. with money-making. But, you know, conflict means money is there's money to be made. Times of peace and tranquility, there's no money to be made. So, what you have is these people that don't want to do anything about it but want to throw money at it because Mm -hmm. it's easy. Yeah, it's like, well, um, what did you do about this problem with, uh, I don't know, um, let's say that uh, uh, people in Grandview aren't getting hired for technical jobs, Mm -hmm. okay? I mean, for no apparent reason, there's just much education in Grandview, let's say. Even though we know that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an example. Yes, just an example. We love you, Grandview. Yes, we love you. You guys are fantastic. <laughs> I used to live there. Yep, me too. So, uh, anyhow, instead of you going over there and, like, actively campaigning and going to different companies, like, let's say, Cerner, and saying, hey. And tutoring maybe, kids. Yeah, tutoring kids, stuff like that. You're just going to give, like, ten bucks. Yeah. 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 And, you're, and then they're going, well, what did you do to help this problem? Well, I gave money. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, that backs everybody up. <laughs> yeah. But meanwhile, after you gave that money, you didn't give a shit about anything because yeah. you had the right to say you helped. Yeah, the the what's that called? The Band-Aid effect? The Band-Aid effect, yes. Yeah, it's just, okay, I've done something, therefore I don't have to think about it anymore. But problems don't go away that way. They get bigger. Uh, you get you well, know, The reason they get people, bigger is because people go, oh, okay, they have... Uh, you know, they take this, uh, what would you call it, this uh, effect that mm-hmm. people use and take it as the actual cure. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, this, well, this has got to be working. Look at all the money they're throwing yeah. at it. Now, whatever side of the gun control argument anyone wants to come down on, I'm not going to argue with because that's a personal choice and everyone gets to make their own exactly. choice. Exactly, and I will not argue with anyone about that either. Yeah, but here's what I'm going to ask you. 
decades of gun control laws being passed, what good has it done? <laughs> Look, ask Chicago. Yeah. Okay, decades of drug control laws. Have we eradicated heroin and cocaine? Nope. Matter of fact, they're more prevalent than ever. Decades and decades of tax reform laws. Are people still cheating on their income taxes? Yeah. Businesses still cheating? Yeah. Yeah. So people enjoy saying, oh, I voted for this bill and we we did a, a... we helped out this this problem, and we're going to try to fix it, blah, blah, blah. And then you can point to that and say, wow, I did this. But you never go back and say, did it fix the problem? Well, no, it didn't. No Because it was just you know, busy work, or it was just some surface thing, or it was just like a little placebo. But the person walks away thinking, I fixed the problem, I was part of the solution, now it's all done, and I can go on my way. All right, the people who are making money off that problem love that. Because they can continue to exploit that problem, make money, and then every once in a while you walk by and throw money at it too to make it go away, but then it never goes away. That's right. And that's what we've been doing for generations. You know? Have the laws we passed against human trafficking worked? No. We still have that. That the I think the number two illegal industry in Mexico is being a conduit for human trafficking. Number one mm-hmm. is drugs. Yep. Number two is human trafficking. Yeah. And it's not because... I'm pretty certain that is true. Yeah. And it's not because the government of Mexico is into human trafficking. It's just they're right next to the U.S., where a lot of people are with more restrictive laws. Mm-hmm. You can very quickly get them across the border into Mexico, where it's easier to disappear... The laws aren't as strict, and it's easier to bribe your way out of trouble. Yes. So Mexico is a convenient place for human trafficking yeah. to use. It's not as a like they support it. It's just that no. they don't do very. Li- they do very little to yeah. uh, guard against it. So yeah. yeah, it's it's because Mexico is physically there. Mm-hmm. It's handy for that criminal activity. Yeah. Yep. And I'm sure Mexico <laughs> doesn't enjoy being a human trafficking capital of the world, but. What can they do about it with the limited resources and the limited will? Exactly. That's it right yeah. there. Is they're so, more worried about their people eating and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're like, you know, we don't like this, but there's nothing we yeah. can really do about it. And so while, while we may be giving money to help stop human trafficking, the fact is it's still going on and it yeah. is growing well, that's every another year. another example of people throwing money at it. Yeah. You know, instead uh-huh. of seeing something odd that might be going on and reporting it or yeah. look actively looking for something, like let's say there's a house down the road from you, okay? Yeah. And you keep seeing different younger women going in and out of there and then you don't see them anymore. It's like, wow, what is going on there? I don't mm-hmm. really see like a man and a wife and a couple of kids or something. But you never say anything. You never report it. You just blow you it never, off. You yeah, don't want to get like, it. Well, I gave money to that. Yeah. And now that's your choice, but live with your choice. Exactly. Accept your choice. Yeah. You know? So, no, that's another example of not actively really wanting to do anything, but you take the lazy way of saying, well, I gave money. Yeah. I watched yeah. a show about it, so I've raised awareness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Same thing. Yeah. So, uh, anyhow, uh, do you want to come back with some uh, Daniel Jones? Yes. All right. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. 
Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Man, that smells. 